0: I was taught when I was growing up that if something's missing in your life, you have to start cleaning. Whether it was your keys, can't find them, start cleaning up. You can't find your money, thought it was in one pocket and it's not there, start cleaning up. Can't find my shoes, can't find a coat. Whatever it is that's missing, start cleaning. And the same is true in your life. It's a principle. What's missing in your life? That's what we're talking about in this episode, finding what's missing. Join me. To the grown woman, pray. To the woman looking for answers, pray. To the woman who's busy and just needs a change, pray. Pray, woman. Stop comparing yourself, pray. Stop grumbling. Pray. Stop giving excuses. Stop counting yourself out. Pray. Stop discounting God. It's time to pray. Welcome to the Woman Pray Podcast. Welcome back to the Woman Pray Podcast. I'm so glad that you've joined me today. Before we get started, I would encourage you to like or comment or subscribe to this channel as we're talking about finding what's missing. And you never know if someone that's connected to you is missing something, and this can bless their life as well. So if you will, like. That helps me, and it may help someone that you love and appreciate. The second thing I want to make sure that we talk about before we get started is how Woman Pray Intensives is going to be in Baltimore, Maryland on Friday all day from the morning until the evening, August 26th, and we'll be there on August 27th, that Saturday. And I want you to join me. I know it's going to be different because it's called an intensive, but I also know it's going to be life-giving. I have an expectation that God is going to meet with each one of us and he's gonna grow us up in ways that we never imagined. But we will never regret. So go to womanpray.com and register today and just keep your eyes open. So when we're sending out different uh, promotions, you're able to send it out as well to maybe your friends and those in your social media, those who follow you on social media. All righty. So today we're talking about we're talking about finding what's missing. And we're talking about that because I know what it's like to miss something. I know what it's like to value something, to care about it, and then look up in a moment and realize that it's missing. And that's usually what happens when something goes missing. We're not prepared for that thing to go missing. We're not even assuming that it will go missing. When we value something, we think that we'll have it for a lifetime. Now, if you'll allow me, I'm not talking about some person Person in your life because those are when we lose people, that's super, super hurtful. But I am talking about what's missing in life. And so, as an analogy, very recently I lost my diamond watch and diamond earrings. Now, I should say to you that from a little girl, I've always liked jewelry. That's been my thing. Everyone who knows me understands that if you want to get me a gift, it's jewelry, and I'll be like, ooh. This is great. And I've liked jewelry since I was a child. So in the bubble gum machine, when they used to sell the plastic rings, that was like the greatest thing to me. So it really doesn't matter to me if it's real jewelry or faux jewelry. I just like jewelry. And so when this piece that I value, these pieces that that I really appreciated and truly enjoyed wearing went missing, well... That caused all kinds of feelings for me, from desperation, like what happened to my jewelry? I know I put it here and why isn't it here now? Let me go look in he- on, uh, you know, in place A, in place B and place C. Let me go look in all of these places and I wasn't able to find it. So there was desperation. What happened to my watch and my earrings? There was also a feeling of disappointment. Like, how can my ring and my earrings and my watch be missing? Like, I'm so disciplined with where I put my stuff. Like, where would it be? So there was disappointment because now what am I going to wear when I have this outfit or that outfit? (laughs) I know it's vanity. Nevertheless, there's also feelings of frustration. How can my stuff be missing? And I go right to who took my stuff? Someone came into my space and stole it. They hocked it. Where is my stuff? But there's also the feeling of self-condemnation because I went there. I beat myself up. How could you lose your stuff? How could you just be so careless and lay it aside? And why didn't you put it away? So I beat myself up over something that is so material, so like it's here today, gone tomorrow. It's metal. It will corrode at some point. And yet when it was missing, I had all of these feelings. And yet the same is true when something is missing in life. We have feelings of desperation, feelings of disappointment, feelings of frustration and even condemnation. And so that's why we're talking about what's missing in life, because we can find it as believers, because those same feelings are true, whether we're unbelievers or believers. But the good news is when you are a believer, you have already tapped into your answer. And so that's what we're talking about. Because when you're missing something in life, I believe the scriptures always have our answer. And as I was processing what this, um, what this episode looked like and what scripture kind of related to it. I thought about the woman who in Luke 15 says she's lost her coins and she begins cleaning. And so just like I lost my jewelry and I began looking from place A to place B and I started cleaning and cleaning and still didn't find it. The same is true when something's missing in life. I start cleaning. And so this woman in the parable that Jesus tells in Luke 15, she starts sweeping, she starts cleaning. And the scripture says that when she finds the coin, she then begins rejoicing. Now, I have yet to find my jewelry, so I haven't started rejoicing except by faith. But when something's missing in your life, I think this parables, these parables have the answer for us because before we have the example of the woman who's lost her coin, we also have the parable of the shepherd. The scripture says, I just wanna read it to us very briefly. It says in chapter 15, verse four of Luke, what man of you having a hundred sheep, If he loses one of them, does not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost until he finds it. And so I want just to encourage you that when you think that something is missing in your life, maybe you're unable to find your way. Maybe you're just out of focus. You're just not sure. Maybe one time you were very confident and now you don't really have the same level of confidence. Something's missing. I don't know what it is, but you know something's missing. You're just not able to pinpoint it. This is your answer. And it starts off with God's love for you. That God God loves you so very much that he is willing to stop everything to let you know of his love. And he lets us know of his love when he gave his son, Jesus Christ. And it is because of Jesus that we're able to do the cleaning. We're able to do the cleaning because it is through Jesus, the blood of Jesus, that our conscience is cleansed from dead works. It is through the blood of Jesus Christ that we are forgiven. And so when you think about cleaning because something's missing in life, it means that you go back to the beginning of your first love. And you go back to your first love. And in going back to your first love, there begins repentance. And so when you think about repentance, you can start with maybe um, just the distractions of life. You can think about the cares of life or the deceitfulness of riches. That's what um, the, the gospel of Mark, Mark 4 talks about. It says that when the word of God is choked out of our lives, it's because of the cares of life, the desire for things and the deceitfulness of riches. And so I wanna encourage you that maybe, Just maybe that's the issue, that somehow we've become distracted in life, and now the word of God is no longer our priority. Now we've started to prioritize everything else. And when you start prioritizing everything but your father, but his word, well, something is going to start being, you'll feel something's missing, but you can come back. You can always come back to your father. He loves you so much that he gave you Jesus. And it is in Jesus's name that you can begin repentance, where you repent because you have been distracted by the cares of life, where you repent because maybe you started focusing on something else, making it an idol. So now God is on the back burner. Whatever it is that may have taken your attention away from what it looks like, like to grow in relationship with God. That's where I would begin cleaning. That's where I would begin with repentance. And because my father loves me, it is this cleaning that I believe it is so necessary so that we can find what's missing. But it doesn't stop there. When I think about repentance, I think there's also, alongside repentance, this thing called conversion. And I say this because Acts talks about it. Acts chapter two, I believe, it talks about how with repentance, there should be conversion. And when there's conversion, there's the presence of the Lord, a time of refreshing. And that's what many of us need when we're looking for what's missing. We need refreshing. We need God to come in, his presence to come into our lives. And so after repentance comes the opportunity that each one of us have to make different decisions. And so now my repentance is not just my words. Hey, I'm sorry. Hey, I should have done that better. I could have done it better. No, now my repentance is it, is, it also includes a change, a conversion, a decision to no longer do the things that I just repented for. And so I do that by the help of the Holy Spirit. And so if I've been distracted by the cares of life and that's what I'm repenting for, well, now I'm going to discipline myself so that I'm no longer distracted. I'll no longer let everything else take precedent when I understand That it is my father who requires my attention, who wants to be in fellowship with me daily. And so when I'm finding what's missing, it starts with repentance. But with repentance, there is an action that's involved. And so I want to encourage you to consider what can you do differently. Not so that you can prove anything to anyone else, but so that you can return to your father so that you can return in a way that's beyond just talk. You know how they say talk is cheap, where it's no longer just talk, but it is actions. And when there is repentance with conversion, you can bet your bottom dollar that there will be times of refreshing from the presence of the Lord. In other words, you will find what's missing. I hope that has encouraged your heart. I know it can seem kind of ambiguous, but I promise you that if you will make steps towards your father, your father will always make steps towards you. James chapter four, draw near to him and he will draw near to you. So let's pray. That's what I think I want to do when thinking about who you are and how you may feel uh, frustrated, how you may feel frustrated disappointed, how you may feel condemned, how you may feel desperate. I think it's important for us to call on the Father. So Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus Christ, because there is something missing in our lives. We trust, Lord, that you're the God who doesn't just reveal, but you reveal to redeem. And as much as you've given your son, Jesus Christ, he is our redemption. And so it is in his name that we draw near to you, asking that you would open our eyes of understanding so that we can see those areas in our lives that have caused us to Remove ourselves from you, and in so doing, we're no longer as fulfilled. Lord, I look to you that you would comfort our waste places, that you would make our wilderness a garden or our wilderness Eden and our desert a garden, that you would perfect that which concerns us so that we're no longer distracted by the cares of life or we're no longer looking at the deceitfulness of riches or the desires for things. But Lord, that our eyes are upon you to love you with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind and strength. It's in Jesus's name that we pray. And all of the believers said, amen. Well, God bless you. Thank you again for joining me in this episode. And remember, go to womanpray.com to register for Woman Pray Intensives. I'm looking forward to meeting and seeing you there. God bless you.